Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast, My Independence Report. My name is Kevin McDonald, and I've got a really, I know I say this a lot, but I really mean this. I mean it actually, I can't think of one that I ever walked into it and said, you know, this is going to be a piece of crap, but I got to do it anyway, because they're paying for it or whatever, because nobody pays for a dime for this. They do this out of the goodness of their hearts, and I do it because I just, just love it. And this gal that we're going to talk to today, her name is Coriel Kramer, and I just love, love, love this girl. She is a, a dynamic individual. She's a psychic. She's a psychic medium. She also is a great animal communicator. You can talk to her about all of those things. And she's partaken in the last seven months of doing some really cool stuff that uh, I think that you're going to enjoy listening to what she has to say and how she's evolving her program and her product to help you live a more complete overall life. And when I mean more complete overall life, we're talking all aspects of life. Okay. All aspects, yes. We were talking about sex. We're talking about uh, your passion for life. We're talking about uh, uh, your every every aspect of your humanness and your spirituality. She has uh, been through the wars. She has been through AA. She's been through. Uh, she was uh, uh, been through a bunch of stuff that we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about that right now but first i want to ask coriel a question about being psychic i was talking with somebody just the other day and it was and they were saying what do you do you believe in this stuff and it's like i have no reason not to and they said well but how do you know that it's true that it's real that it's actually happening and you're just not making it up in your head how do you know I tell people real simple. I tell people I cannot make this stuff up. I do not have that much of an imagination. The stuff that I get from animals, from people, from divine, are so. some of this stuff is so out of left field that there, it wasn't even in the realm of possibility of thought of what I was thinking. I wasn't sitting there saying, ooh, you know, I'm going to con- connect with a chihuahua, and I have a feeling that the chihuahua is a star child, and that star child, uh, that, that chihuahua is going to show me about star child lineage, and I'm going to have my first connection with, with aliens. I mean, I didn't, I didn't sit down saying that. I sat down connecting to a chihuahua thinking, okay, I'm going to talk to a chihuahua who's transitioned. Here we go. What happened? what's going to come through is going to come through and that's it. And what did come through immediately, my logical mind said, this is tin hat stuff, girl. You're talking tin hat stuff. This is craze ball. This is cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Okay. But I said, that's my confirmation because it's something that I could not make up. Even if I tried, I do not have that much of imagination. 
you know, it's, and also, no, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. So, also, what I wanted to say is this: when you're connecting to divinity, when you're getting messages from divine, okay, it's not something that's consciously done. It's not something that you say, okay, I'm connecting to God right now or divinity. And God is saying, how are you doing today, Coriel? Oh, I'm doing fine. Thanks, God. What's going on? Oh, I don't know. I'm just wondering, you know, what you, what you, what you, what you want to do today? Do you want to go out and be in nature and do all this? When I'm, that's consciously trying to connect. And as you can hear, it's not flowing. When I connect to an animal, when I connect to, to my intuition to a person, place, or thing, it's a flow. It's a stream of information that's coming through. If I was making stuff up, you would hear it because I would be pausing. So it would be something like this. Uh, once upon a time, there was a dog. His name was Pete. Um, Pete was spotted with black a white background with black spots. Pete decided one day, you know something, I'm going to go out and um, go on a journey to uh, Saskatchewan. Yeah, this was me making stuff up. When I am streaming consciousness, it is a, it is a flow of information coming in. There is no, there's no pauses. There's very, I mean, aside from me saying, wait a minute, let me just reconnect and stuff like that there. It is the, stream of information. That's how I know when I'm really connected. I'm in what I call the woo-woo zone. The woo-woo zone. And I, I, don't, I don't say woo-woo in like I'm making fun of the metaphysical. I say woo-woo to take the power out of it because so many people use it as a way to... Um, make it something and the metaphysical something that is way totally ridiculous and, and off the, off the, off the chain crazy. So I take back my power with words and because words have power. And I, when I say woo woo, I mean really and truly with sacred respect, the divine, the divine, the woo woo, whatever you want to call it, but it is all divine. It is all the metaphysical. Now, do you do you uh, delve much into dreams? I'm not. I have not studied dreams, so to speak. So everything that I do, I how do I explain it? Okay, this is how I'm going to explain it. So I haven't studied a lot. This the stuff that I've I've learned, the wisdom that I shared on like my Facebook uh, animal experience where I downloaded, you know, tons of information from the animals and shared that through videos um, or, and put that on the, the live video show I had. Um, all that information has been downloaded. I, I didn't feel a need. And it's not to say that, you know, I feel like I'm better than anybody. It, 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 I kept getting the messages, you don't need to study with anyone right now, all you need to do is stay open to the wisdom we're giving you. So I haven't, aside from what I, what I just went through with the blueprints, and we'll get more into that, I haven't, 
studied anything. Everything has been downloaded on information. So, um, yeah, it just, it's, it's, it's better. It just feels better for me. So this is why I feel I have all this, like, I have like a, a woo-woo Wikipedia in my head. Anytime I need a question answered, I just connect to divine or my guides or, or the universe or God or whatever you want to call it. Harry Buddha. I don't care. I don't, I talk to anybody, you know, and, um, I just download the information and the answer. Well, and the reason that I asked you about dreams is that one of the one of the aspects since I've been doing more of this work and more talking to people like you and uh, and other psychics and and mediums and stuff, but all, but more importantly, that I'm following my path and doing this this work with this podcast. What I'm uh-huh. finding is that I'm getting. I'm, it's like it's like their dreams are being downloaded to me, and they are so real and so different than anything I would have experienced in this lifetime. It really is pretty remarkable when you look at it from the standpoint of what is all that is out there that we don't understand. I put you into that category, just like my dreams. It's kind of of, of a weird thing. Yeah. The, what I meant before when I was talking about downloading, let me just clarify that. I want to make sure, and then I'm going to go back into what you just said. Um, what I wanted to say was this. I, when somebody asked me, if somebody asked me to do a reading and they had a dream and they want me to find out what this is, I don't go into a dream app and say, put in pink clouds with yellow lining and a purple dinosaur to find out what that is. I don't go into the psychological that much. I go into what that dream intuitively means for that person, for the messages that are going and that they're going through. So that's why I was saying, I don't really, I haven't studied dreams, but I do analyze them for my clientele. If they have them, especially with the work that I'm doing now, I know that dreams are going to be coming up a lot because I am tapping into, I am tapping into some very deep healing work. I'm, I'm helping people to heal on a very, very deep core level. So what happens is, is that the dreams start bubbling up because the conscious mind is trying to push this stuff down that it's been pushing down for years. And now it's bubbling up to the surface. And of course, it's going to come through in dreams. Now, what I meant to go back to for you was this. So when you start really um, getting very, very vivid dreams, I tell people when I have a dream that makes me feel its color, it's technicolor, it's, it's uh, tactile, it's visual, smell, sound, everything, okay? That I call more of a visitation than I call a dream because it's actually like almost being in a movie. It is. Where you're seeing, this, yeah, it's seeing this thing play on, uh, you know, all around you and you're in that movie. It's really trippy when that stuff happens. A dream is more when it's like almost like ethereal. It's very, things are out of, out of segment, okay? Or all of a sudden you're walking down the street and there's, you know, a rhinoceros, a purple rhinoceros just like floats on by or something. It's very, it's very um, ethereal kind of feeling. So it doesn't feel like it's quite there. A visitation is when it feels like you are in that situation. 
So yeah, I think when you what you described very much sounds like a visitation. Well, it's it's, it's really weird because there there are <laughs> there are days if it's a if it's a um, uh, visitation that I'm not interested in or I'm tired of, yeah. I actually have to get up, get out of bed, walk around the house mm-hmm. for a little while, and then go back to bed mm-hmm. because if I try and stay in bed, it keeps on going, and it's like a movie. It just it's not like it keeps repeating. It just keeps on going, keeps on going, keeps right. on going. Yeah, yeah. And what you did was when you get up. You're resetting. See, when we're in, when we're sleeping, we're in a very receptive state. The conscious mind shuts off and the unconscious mind steps into power. So what happens is, is that we are, and we're downloading massive amounts of information, whether we're aware of it or not. Okay. We're downloading massive amounts of information. So what you did was you locked, you, you, your conscious mind was driving the bus, so to speak. Um, And what happened was when you got up, your conscious mind came back into being and the unconscious mind went back into the back seat of the bus. And then when you went back to sleep, it reversed. So you kind of reset your brain. I've had visitations where it's, it's like, it's so strange. I've had visitations where I will, wake up just enough to bring in my conscious mind and then go back to sleep and it will start exactly that dream or that visitation will start exactly where it left off exactly yeah <laughs> sometimes yeah. if, it's, if it's you know it's it's a weird it's a weird thing and and but um um but thank you for giving me that because I've, I've been curious about that now one question i had for <laughs> you in regards to psychics in general and that is that there are some people that would say psychics are the dark arts and they are something that should be avoided. And I'm of the belief that while there are some psychics that you should avoid, there are signals that can tell you who you should avoid and who can actually help you, um, you know, in a real positive way. So can you kind of describe what you should avoid when you're going to go talk to a psychic, a medium, an animal communicator, somebody uh, like yourself that is that has these incredible gifts that can be very, very helpful. And we're going to talk about the gift that you are morphing into in just a second. But but I, can you give us some uh, rules of the road on what not to do? I think the most important thing that people need to understand when you're dealing with any kind of intuitive, whether this is, and you know something, I'm going to go, I'm going to go over in left field a little bit. I'm going to say, I think this is the most important thing that people should do if they're going to have anybody in their life, anybody. I don't care if it's a doctor, a nurse, a psychic, animal communicator, bus driver, uh, taxi driver, friend, relationship, uh, whatever, does not matter to me, okay? Going into the aisle of the supermarket and going in checkout, connect to your intuition, just that, that deep knowing, in, in right, and usually in the third chakra, and get a sense for what this person feels like to you. If they feel like a hell yes, great. Then go to them. If they feel like, ooh, eh, eh, 
you know, then don't go to them. That's the thing is, is that because it doesn't mean that person is a bad person. It just means that person is not the right person for you. I do this with everything. I do it with everything. If I didn't get a sense for you, Kevin, and I liked you right from the beginning, if I did not get a sense for you, I would not be on your show. It does not make you a bad person. It just means that I am not lined up with your energy. And if I am not lined up with your energy, then we are not lined up, period. Which means it's going to be a, what I call a, a bit show. So, sorry, I curse. Sorry. Yes, I go. Sorry. I, go. You can, I, do. No, I do. I do. I do. That's all right. You can say shit show because there are some, okay. <laughs> you know, that, sorry. no, that's, sorry. That's, that's, that's okay. Cause in the podcasting world, what I've, what I've discovered, cause I've, since I started this, I started listening to quite a few and there are some good ones and there are some really crappy ones that, uh, and yeah. that don't, that don't, get anything done at all and the same thing i went to a psychic one time she charged five dollars for a reading i should have kept the five dollars in my pocket yep well you know i look there are some psychics you choose whatever you choose whatever price feels right to you okay um i have never ever 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 done a five dollar reading okay I've done a $10 reading for 10 minutes. Okay, fine. I do that. Okay. But I'm not going to do a $5 reading and sit there for 45 minutes with you. Okay. Oh, That's no. ridiculous. That devalues what I do. But what I want to say is this. This is the most important thing. Whatever you, whoever you have in your life, make sure that they feel right to you. Line up with them. Because then they're lined up with you. I very rarely very rarely. In fact, I would say now hardly ever. Okay. If I get a really weird feeling from somebody, I just say, whoops, got to go. I look at my watch. I don't have a watch on my wrist. I never have a watch on my wrist, but I look at my watch on my wrist, my imaginary watch. Got to go. See you later. Bye-bye. Because I don't want that person's vibration to, mat- to mess up my vibration. I'm having a good day. I don't want my day messed up. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't have bad days, but it just means that, you know, I'm very careful about my vibration. I'm very careful about what I watch because just like what you put into your body, you get out of your body. What you put in vibrationally to your body, you get out. Do you know if how you I... Are oh, surrounded- go ahead. No, sorry. If you're surrounding yourself with people who are unhappy, who are bitching and moaning, who are depressing, that is lowering your vibration. It's actively lowering your vibration. So that's why it's like it's really important. Just like when you feel really good around people whose energy is really up and happy and just at peace or people who are just living their life and being Loving what life, you know, as opposed to hating it, that's what it's all about is, is that, you know, you want to be around that, you know. So the, the thing that I wanted to say is I've been called, when I was an animal communicator, just an animal communicator, I've had, I've been to psychic fairs all up and down the East Coast. I was very popular on the East Coast. Um, so <clears throat> I've had people come up to me and say to my face, well, 
I don't believe in animal communication, and I believe that animal communication is the sign of the devil. And I'm like, okay, so let me just ask you this question, okay? Non-judgment, non-angry, I'm not angry, I'm just trying to ask you this question. I said, you're right now at a psychic fair, is that correct? Yes. <laughs> Why are you at a psychic fair? Well, I wanted to talk to the psychic to connect to my Aunt Sheila. So let me ask you this question. It's okay for a person to connect to your Aunt Sheila who passed away, but it's not okay for me to connect to somebody's animal who's having a hard time because they're either having arthritis or they're having, maybe they're having unwanted issues or maybe God forbid they transition. But my talking to somebody's foo-foo cat is the sign of the devil. Okay. And they're like, yeah, but, 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 and they try to explain it. That's different. It's not different. It's one being talking to another being. That's it. Got nothing else to do with anything else than that. So I hope that explained that. I don't think it's about avoiding us. I think it's about finding the right animal communicator, doctor, lawyer, nurse, um, judge that feels right to you. Because when you line up with that person's energy, you are doing aligned action. And when you have aligned action, the outcome is usually the way that you want it to go or better. Well, you know, it's interesting that uh, because some people say to me, because I've I've been doing this now for a number of years since 2003, and I've I've probably been a part of, I don't know, 500, maybe 800 psychic readings on the air and oh. in and, and, and various places and talking to people like you. And what you said about energy is virtually verbatim the exact same thing that John Edwards says and others uh -huh. say. Because and so that tells me that that's the truth, because it's not just uh -huh. you; it's it's everyone around you that is has your ability, believes the same things, and knows the same things. And you guys, uh, you guys are all doing this the same the same way. I I don't take on anybody as a client who doesn't feel right to me, and that's only because I'm protecting myself. Not that I feel like I need to protect. But I'm, I'm putting up boundaries for me. But I'm also helping that person out because I'm not lined up with your energy. And if I'm not lined up with your energy, the reading is going to be crap. I promise you it's going to be crap. Whatever I do with you is going to be crap because I'm not wanting to be with your energy. So if I'm not wanting to be with your energy, I'm putting up walls. Sure, sure. Sure. Okay. So now we've, we've covered that a little bit. Now I want to go back to the midst of time. The first time I met you was seven or eight months, probably nine months ago now. And we had a wonderful conversation. I really enjoyed it. I really in, encourage uh, our audience to go back and listen to the, some of the past, uh, uh, podcasts I've done with Coriel because they really have a lot of wonderful information. And one of the things you said to me at that time was, well, I'm going into seclusion. 
I'm not going to be available for a while. I'm taking a class. I'm learning something new. It's going to be dynamic. It's going to be wonderful, but it's going to take seven months to accomplish. So don't bother me. I'll be, I'm not going to be around. And, uh, and so I took that to heart. And, and when that time was up and you resurfaced, I, uh, reached out to you again because I wanted to find out what it was that you were going to learn over the seven month period. And boy, was I not disappointed. <laughs> you have. And so now it's time for us to kind of unveil what you've done first of all we understand that you are a psychic you are a medium you're an animal communicator you work with people you get messages from the other side you get downloads and all of that because you are connected to the other side and the other side told you to do something special what did they tell you to do so the other side decided that i needed to bring uh this special kind of knowledge to the world that it was going to be knowledge that I could incorporate to what I was already doing, both for people and for animals, and that it was going to be going in a direction that if you had told me I was going to go in, let's say a year ago, maybe a little bit more, I would have told you, you are crackers. <laughs> so... What I did was I took a certification course in something called the erotic blueprint. And the erotic blueprint, in a nutshell, are five archetypes of sexuality that are at the core of every being's essence in this world, whether we're talking animals or people. Now, I know some people's heads might explode when I say the word erotic and animals. I don't mean bestiality. I'm not talking about sexuality with animals, sex with animals, anything like that. I am talking it's different for animals than it is for people. With people, it's about sexuality. With animals, it's about personality. So the erotic blueprints for humans are like the love languages for your sexuality. There's five of them. And it's the way that you live your life. When you're, when you're truly honoring this, your blueprint or blueprints, if you have more than one, which is possible, when you are honoring your blueprints, you are honoring who you are at your core. And it's not just about sex. It's not just, although sex is important, let's get that off the plate, okay? Yes, sex is important, okay? And especially now in a life where we are so secluded and in this world of seclusion and transformation, we are with ourselves. We are with the people in our lives like we've never been before. So if you can work with each other's blueprint, if, you're, if your partner is feeding you and, 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 and loving you in the way that you love and the way that you need, it, it makes, and you're doing the vice versa with them, 
you're honoring who they are and that essence of that person at their core. So to go back to what I was saying, um, the blueprints are a way for you to nourish yourself, the way for you to honor yourself, a way for you to heal yourself and your any sexual shame or trauma or drama or trans transformative stuff that you've had in your life or any kind of like, ooh, I can't, I can't believe I did that or whatever. But it's honoring and, and being who you truly are without any apology. It's not about being broken. It's, about, it's not about being, having to be fixed. You're not broken. You don't have to be fixed. You have to, what, in order to be happy, you need to bring aliveness into your life. You need to bring joy into your life. You need to bring passion into your life. And you do that by honoring who your blueprint or blueprints are. That sounds awesome. Now, that took seven months for you. Now, now before, we, before we go into this in depth, I wanted, uh-huh. to, I wanted to go back just for a second. Because in mm-hmm. in your lifetime, in your experiences, I'm assuming at one point or another you were, since most people are, you were sexually abused or physically abused or emotionally abused. I'm also guessing, uh, based upon looking at your uh, bio, that at one point you were bulimic and you were down to 97 pounds and thought you were still fat. I wish I could have that mindset. Anyway, um, and you th- and then you were um, into drugs and alcohol, so you've been you've been through the war, as it were, and now you're you've come out the other side, and you want to help people achieve more for themselves than they would otherwise do. I, first of all, I think that's amazing that that you want to do that. Second, secondly, I this. The blueprints are just the next, the next step for you to help people. Is it? Would you say that? It is because. Uh, well, first, let me answer your question. I was not physically abused. Not that I know of. I haven't remembered, but you know, I think I'm pretty sure. Right now, I haven't been emotionally, yes, and verbally, yes, I was abused, and. Not only was I abused by other people, I was abused by myself. You know, I would, I would, you know, I was my own worst enemy. I'm sure that nobody on this planet can relate to this. Okay. I'm the only one I'm sure. Of that. <laughs> uh, and I'm being sarcastic. Okay. So, but, but, um, you know, I was, I was, I hated myself. I hated myself. I would walk, I grew up in New York City, if you can't tell from the, the voice, but I grew up from, in New York City. And I would walk by every reflective surface I walked by, I would criticize myself. I would stop and criticize myself. It's a miracle I got anywhere, okay? It's New York City. Everything's a reflective surface in New York City, okay? Except for the, the asphalt and the cement, all right? So I would walk by every reflective surface and I would criticize myself and I could do it like that. I could go from my head to my toe and do it in a millisecond. This is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. 
this is what's ugly, this is what's ugly, this is what needs to change. This is what I don't like, this is what I don't like, this is what I don't like, boom, 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 boom. And I never put that amount of energy to looking at myself and saying what I did like. Never did I do that, not for all those years. So, yes, I, I used to, I was my own worst enemy. I can't put the blame on my, all the blame on my mom's ex-boyfriend or whatever. And I made my peace with him a long time ago. You know, it was me. And I made, I have to make my peace with myself on how I criticize and self-judge myself. Because if I, I would never allow anybody to talk to me the way that I used to talk to myself, ever. I would never allow anybody to do that. And I allow myself to do it every single second of every single day. So, uh, yes, I was emotionally abused. And the blueprints are a way for you to know who you are, know what you want, make no apologies for it, and learn how to feed them, how to nourish them, how to, how to love them. Love the unlovable. Love the parts that you were shamed about when you were a kid. Love those parts and embrace those parts and those aspects and those personas and those wonderful, yummy, awesome, little dark little corners. To, to, to sweep out the corners of who you are sexually as, and as an erotic being and, and finally feel at peace with yourself. That's what the blueprints show. And what I do is what I do because it went seamlessly and I'll talk more about the, the animal part of it. And again, I'm going to stress this. It's got nothing to do with being sexual with animals. Um, it's about when you honor these blueprints, when you bring them into being and you, you, you polish off these beautiful facets of who you are, you shine like a gorgeous emerald. You shine like a diamond. You shine like platinum. You, you don't, you're living life fully and completely and you're having fun and you're taking the bugaboos out of sexuality. Who cares? Yeah, everybody's sad. Everybody's has sex. Everybody's had sex. Well, well, not everybody, but you know, some people had sex. So, you know, it's like you're eventually maybe going to have sex. Okay. That's a choice, whatever. But I'm just saying sexuality is not a bad thing. We, we got to bring it out of the closet. So we dust it off and give it the light that it deserves so that we can see it's a beautiful orchid. It's not a weed. It's not a, 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 a cactus. It's not something we don't touch or don't, you know, want to have anything to do with. Because when we're not honoring all of ourselves, everything about ourselves, what happens is we start living in shadow and we start living in darkness and we start living in shame. And that's not what this is all about. This, if you want to truly love yourself, and that's what this is all about. It's about love. It's about love, the most powerful force on the universe. If you want to truly love yourself, you got to love everything. You got to love the, 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 the little crevice corner, you know, darkness. You got to love the shame. You got to love everything. Well, you know, we were brought up to be in, in shame. 
Um, yeah. most, most of us, maybe some enlightened beings weren't, but most of us, it was like, don't do that. That's bad. That's going to get you in yeah. trouble. And, and, right. uh, and then, and then suddenly when you get married to somebody, all of a sudden it's like, okay. I, you know, it's like I, I said to a friend when, uh, another friend got married, uh, he said, well, what do you think they're going to do tonight? I know what they're going to do tonight. <laughs> You know, and, and but but so, the, so suddenly you're asking human beings that have been conditioned to do things their entire life one way to utter, somehow turn a switch and be a a wild wanton woman in bed or man in bed when that wasn't their experience before. So how do you how do you help people like that? By showing them, well by showing them who they are and, and showing them how to love that part, you know, and, and here's the thing, this is why this goes seamlessly into what I was doing before. What I do is I do very extensive. When I take on a client, I'm going to do extensive intuitive work with them. That being, I'm going to turn that switch on to your intuition. Like I was saying before, if you live your life through your intuition, you're living a happier life because you're bypassing the conscious mind. You're bypassing that thing and you're going on just this pure, like knowing. And that's powerful. And the problem with so much sexuality is that it comes from such a place of the cerebral. And the cerebral is okay. I'm not saying there's anything bad with being cerebral. But I am saying it, it's about balance. It's about Walking and, and, and knowing that you can be guided and being led by your intuition and talking to your, your gut. If you don't want to say intuition, say your gut, you know, my gut, my knowing, whatever. I don't care. You know, it doesn't matter. And then also marrying with the cerebral, you know, and, and having that balance. Where, you know, the left brain comes in when it needs to, the right brain comes in when it needs to, the left brain comes in. It's like this beautiful dance back and forth. You can't live one, your life just being cerebral all the time. You're, you're, you're going to go cuckoo. You can't live your life all, always with the, 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 the right brain either. I mean, you can, but it's about, it's about balance. It's about embracing the light and the dark. It's about embracing the healing and the shame. It's about embracing the, the good and the bad. It's about embracing it all. It's about walking that line of balance. So how do I do that? I connect people to their intuition so that you use that intuition. I hone you like a knife so that you use that intuition to cut through the cerebral bullshit that's telling you, you can't do this. You can't do that. That's bad because you like it. That's bad. That's good. Okay, that's good because, you know, society likes that. You know, but I'm saying here is this. I'm not saying as long as you're not hurting a child or an animal, okay, that I'm, I'm, I'm good, okay? I'm good, man. You do whatever, you do you, boo. You do you, okay? You do what feels right to you. But it's like it, as long as you're getting, as long as you're getting consent, Consent is my foundation for everything. Everything has to be through consent because that's where everybody feels safe. So, so once you have the consent, 
we hook you onto the intuition. The intuition will show you, will be your guide to your sexuality. And then you can bring in the cerebral later. So the key to begin with, the key is uh, consensual uh, sex between um, willing adults is, is the number one rule. Consensual touch, okay, between individuals. All right. I mean, this is this is the thing. Is is as long as it's consent, consent will give everybody this feeling of safety. What is doable? What's not doable? What's on the table? What's not on the table? What do you expect? What are your expectations? What are your your intentions? What are your what are the go tos and what are not the go tos? What are the do's and what are the hell no's? This consent is the way that you are able to truly get that person, you know, it, it's, it's about communication. Consent is the boundaries that everybody needs. Everybody needs that feeling of safety. You can't go into a kink club and just say, whoop, I hope for the best. <laughs> you need boundaries. You can, you can, but it's going to be a, it's going to be very interesting and you're probably not going to like it. Okay. Um, and I, no King club would accept you. Either. Can, 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 can I ask you? There, there's such a thing as a kink club. <laughs> apparently, oh, yeah. I, apparently I've had a rather sheltered life. Yeah. Well, stick with me, boo. We'll be fine. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yes, there are such things as kink clubs and you cannot, if it's a kink club, that's worth their salt. They are not going to let just anybody just come in and say, whoop the day if you want to get slugged with, uh, put me on that cross, boy. It's about consent. What is your go-tos? What are you willing to do? What are you willing not to do? It's about safety. It's not just about wailing on somebody. It's not about that. So, you know, it's, it, and that's one of the, what, that's one of the archetypes of, of the erotic blueprint. So um, there are five of them, and they go in any order. I'm just going to say them how they go, okay? But they can go in any order. There's, there's kinky, there's energetic, there's sensual, there's the sexual, and there's the shapeshifter. So the energetic is the person who um, likes to have space, Okay. Let me stop you right there because what we are going to do with this podcast is we are going to break down each of the five and we're going to take a yep. whole show to do each one. Um, yep. and, and so I don't want you to give too big of a, a, a peek no. under the blanket as it were. Um, but I wouldn't do that. But I, want, I just was going to go into a little bit. So under people understand a little bit. Okay. So the, the energetic is just what it says. They deal very well with energy. Okay? People, places, things, energy. The sensual is about the senses. Uh, the kinky. The kinky is anything that is anything and anything that you feel is taboo. Okay? This could be anything. Okay? So it, we're going to have fun with the kinky. Um, the um, energetic uh, sensual, sexual, sexual is what we deem as what we think of when we think of sex usually. And then the shapeshifter, well, the shapeshifter is going to be fun because the shapeshifter um, melds them all. 
So, we'll, yes, we're going to go more into each one. I'm super excited about this. I'm super excited to be able to have this opportunity of being able to really do a show on each and every blueprint. I think it's going to be hella fun. Now, I did, I did want to ask you a question that, that uh, came up in my own mind, uh, which is, oh, and, and it involves the kink in, in that, yes, it's consensual, but sometimes, excuse the expression, but sometimes this shit hurts. So, so <laughs> at what point do you have the ability, um, if you're involved with such a thing, you should be able to call it off at any time without somebody uh, forcing you to continue? Would that be would that be fair? Absolutely. And if not, then you have no business doing that with that person. There always should be a safe word. A safe word is anything that a word that you don't use often. The most common safe word is red. Okay. You can use banana. You can use kumquat. Help. You can use passion fruit. Passion fruit. Yeah. And what that consent is for that safe word depends on, again, that is talked about. What does that mean when you say that safe word? And that person who is being, who is usually the bottom, there's tops, which are the ones that are doing the action usually. And then there are bottoms who are usually taking the action. Um, the bottom can say, when I say the word banana, I want you to stop everything. Check in with me. Make sure that I'm okay. Ask me if I need anything. Ask me what I'm feeling. You can go into as much detail as you want. You can also say, I just want you to just tell me to breathe. When I say the safe word, I want you to stop and tell me to breathe. Okay? It could be as vague or as, 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 more, as, as detailed as you want it to be. But the more that you're into the, the more detailed that you are, whatever your Whatever your border is for feeling safe, whatever that, that, that borderline, that boundary is for feeling safe, that is what that, and, and not only you, but that person who's, who's, who's playing with you, you know, they need, they need that container of consent. Everybody needs the container of consent in order to be able to express who they are, like what they like do what they do, and get what they need. But without a consent container, you are just saying, "What? whatever happens, happens. That's probably And not. we've lived our lives, yeah, and we've all lived our sex life. We've all had experiences with our sex life like that. And that was, yeah, how did that work out for you? Yeah, not, not particularly well. So, so when you sit down with a couple, say, and the, the, and you, I know that there's a um, quiz that you give people. Talk about the quiz for a little bit first. So there are two quizzes that I do. And I'm not going to share about one of them because I really keep that to my clients. But there's one quiz that I do that will show me how you best receive information. I'm going to use that to tap into your intuition. Okay. So it's, it's really, really important for you to take that quiz because then that's the way that we're going to really, that's your doorway into 
getting the messages and the information that you need from your intuition. Then the second one I do is the, the quiz that's um, on my mentor Jaya's site. And it's the blueprint quiz. And you take it, there's a series of questions. I cannot remember. I believe there's maybe 20 questions, maybe a little bit more. 22. Where at the, huh? 22. Don't ask me how I know that. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so <laughs> there's 22 questions. And at the end of it, they give you a percentage of what those five archetypes are that you are. It doesn't mean that this is set in stone. It doesn't mean that it's always going to be like that and it's never going to change. You're never going to be a, a, a shapeshifter. You're always going to be an energetic or whatever. It doesn't, you, as, as what my job is, my job is to learn how to get you, what your core blueprints are and what your partner's core blueprints are if, if you're with us, if you're with somebody I also work, work with singles too. I don't care. I'll work with, almost anyone, as long as I jive with their energy and you jive with my energy, we're, we're going, baby. This train is leaving the station. Let's do this. So, um, you know, it, 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 but what it is is that nothing's written in stone. As you, my job is to make those core blueprints, the ones that has your highest percentage, to feed those, to nurture those, to heal those, if there's any shadows, and we'll go into the shadows when we go into the individual uh, blueprints, but um, to find out to nourish those because those are your go-to. <clears throat> those are the ones you're going to have the biggest needle movers with. And then once we get those jiving, then we're going to go to the other ones and the other ones till you're like thriving with all. I, my goal is to get you thriving with as many blueprints as we can possibly get you thriving with. Um, because they're fun. It's, it's like we want to make all those facets of your diamond, all those facets of your, your, your gem, which is you. We want all of you to shine, not just one or two. Let's go for the whole shebang. Well, let's, let's, let's start. And, and just to give folks an example of what we're going to be doing in the future, um, as an example, now you've, you have a couple. They've both taken the quiz. One is very high in sexual, which sexual is really basically uh, they enjoy. Ba missionary position is kind of uh, out there for them. That's about as far away from as they're going to go. And that's that's. And then you've got the other person who who's high in kinky. How do you get those two to mesh? It's fun. It's going to be definitely fun. But see. <laughs> Here's, here's the thing. <clears throat> you use kinky. So that's great. Let's take kinky. Kinky is, is like the, it's like a, a library of Congress, okay, of possibilities. Because what you have to understand what kinky is, kinky is anything, technically, anything that you deem taboo or not, okay? I mean, again, aside from hurting a child animal, never say yes to that. That's not kinky, okay? That is not kinky. I'm sorry, it's not. That is a um, deviacy. That's, that's somebody who's a that's, deviant. That's, 
and they should be in yes, jail. And that's extreme help. I'm sorry, but it is. It's true. You need extreme help. So, and I'm not the person to help you. Okay, so <laughs> don't contact me. Um, so that's any. It's now when you say it like that, anything that you deem taboo or naughty. This could be some people thinking that, you know, a foot massage. Oh, my God, a foot massage. That's naughty. That's kinky, then. Okay? There's, I mean, it could be anything. So finding, because the kinky, think of the kinky kind of like as the Swiss Army knife, okay, of the blueprint. It can be anything. You can whip out something and anything. You can, anything can be whipped out. It's like, oh, my God, that's, uh, I don't know what that tool is, but holy crap, that's pretty cool. I didn't even know I had that in me. So what you would do is you would find a way. What I would do is I would find a way and some interesting things by sitting with these couples and finding to them where the crossroads are where their two blueprints meet because the sexual can be very much part of the kinky and the kinky can be very much part of the sexual okay as long as everybody's getting what they want and it's stimulating that person it doesn't feel like it's a job it feels like it's an adventure not to quote the marines but you know i'm just saying it's not just a job it doesn't feel like it's a chore it feels like oh my god wait a minute i didn't know I'm, I guess I am a little kinky. I'm sexual, but I guess I am a little kinky. You know? So it's like, well, what do you, what do you, what is, what are your needs? What do you need? And where can we, where are the meeting grounds that we can bring everybody together? That's the fun of it. Now, in your experience, do you find that people who have been married for a long, long long time and and things are a little stale in in the bedroom as it were do you find that this can be particularly helpful to their overall marriage to everything including communication and working together and all of those things do you find that this can be a basis for that absolutely i believe that this work is not just about the bedroom or not just about the partners and the men or the women or the women and the women or the men and the men or the men or they and the she and the she and the they or they. I don't, I don't care what your gender. It doesn't matter. It's, it's not about just that relationship. It's about all your relationships. I mean, people are learning to, when they take the blueprint quiz and they, they take, they do this work, whether it's with a, becoming a coach or with a coach, they learn how to talk to their kids who are, 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 their kids may be an energetic and they learn how to talk to their kids in new ways. You know, they, they learn how to interact with their bosses, their employees. They learn how to interact with, because you're talking and you're interacting with somebody who is at their core, their essence of who they are. So this stretches across all of your relationships, okay, from the, uh, the toll booth operator to the cashier at the, the local grocery store to your boss, to your employees. It's up. It's across the board. So you're, you're, you're doing this work where you're, it is expanding you into areas that you could never 
learn how to do before, not on your own. I mean, it's hard. It, it, this is why it took me seven months to get my certification. I mean, I started in January and I just, I got certified at the at last month. I mean, it's a massive amount of information. I'm taking you through three months, three or six, depending on how long you want to work with me. I'm taking you through nine to 10 weeks of extensive work, extensive work, healing and, and just being and, and just expanding and transforming in that 10 weeks to three months to six months, depending. So there's a lot of stuff. This is, this is, this is touching on everything. So it breathes new life into your relationships, all of your relationships. Every relationship, no matter how old you are, it doesn't matter. That's the biggest lie. Well, it's not the biggest lie. That is the top five. <laughs> that, you know, you get to a certain age and boom, you're done. You know, it's over. You know, take a pill and hope, you know, pray to the Lord, whatever above. Okay? Yeah, it's a, it's a lie that your libido goes down. It's all a lie. Because I'm working with you on not only healing and nourishing and talking and, and honoring who you are, but I'm also going to be working with professional people to, to find out what you're, what's going on with you hormonally, because the hormones play a huge part in how we're feeling. Huge. So that I'm, I'm taking you on a journey of spirituality, sexuality, um, uh, uh, physicality. Uh, transformational, you know, uh, expansion. I'm crossing all these borders to bring you to a place that you have never been before in your life. I promise you that. You have never been because if you did, you wouldn't be contacting me. And speaking of which, if somebody wants to contact you, how do they do that? <laughs> Great segue, huh? I make it I make it really easy. So I ask people to please uh, contact me through my website. My website is my name, and that's really simple. So it's www, and it's my first name. So it's C-O-R-Y-E-L-L-E, Coriel, K-R-A-M-E-R.com. Contact me from, through my website. You have to um, you have to go to a for do a form. I ask you to please do the form and fill it out as much as, I get, as much as you can because that really tells me where you are right now in your life, and I need that information. And then we set up uh, a possibility call where I will well you can find out more about me, my packages, how I work, what to expect. I can get a sense for you. You can get a sense for me again. Coriel, C-O-R-Y-E-L-L-E, Kramer, K-R-A-K-R-A-M-E-R.com. So if somebody is looking, if somebody is feeling like their life is less than it could be and that they don't know how to address some of the issues that they have carried forth from childhood, really, mm-hmm. this is something that you can, this, this whole package is something that you can help with. It's a possibility, which is why I do the possibility calls. The reason that I'm saying it's a possibility is this. 
I am not, not a trauma therapist. I do not have a certification in that. I don't have a degree in that. I do know a lot of trauma therapists who are trained, who are certified. And if I feel like what you need is you need to go to the trauma therapist and deal with your trauma first before we work together, I will absolutely let you know and give you the names of people who I trust, who I know, who I believe in. I'm not going to leave you hanging to say, whoops, can't do it. Can't work with you. Sorry. Call me when you feel better. I'm going to be there for you, helping you as much as I possibly can. But I am not going to overextend myself and promise you that I can do something when I can't do it. And everything is always, always 100% confidential. This isn't going to end up in a book somewhere, right? 100% confidential unless for some reason, I don't know, whatever, we do a, a consent agreement on it and you say, you know something, Coriel, I think that this, this thing could really help somebody. You can put it up on your Facebook page. But again, I would have to feel into that and feel if it feels right to me before I would even do that. But yeah, normally, 100% confidential, nothing is talked about, all the recording, I record everything that I do because I do Zoom calls, so everything is recorded, however, that's your property. You do with what it, with it whatever you want to do. You want to throw it up on YouTube? God bless, okay? You want to post it to your Christmas page? God bless, okay? <laughs> but I'm not going to... <laughs> That's not going to be under, that's not me, me doing that. That's you doing that. Surprise, grandma, grandpa. Look at us. Yeah, I can. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So I, I, li- I like, I like wearing black leather and, and hanging out in the swing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I would be a <laughs> lot more kinky if I could find a uh, stiletto heel in the size 13 wide, but I can't find those. They make them. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, of course. Of course they make them. What do you think the what do you think the drag queens wear? What do you do? I mean, what do you think they they just go around barefoot? I would if I was in stiletto heels I'd break both my ankles. I don't know how you Frank, guys do it. Watch watch the watch the movie Kinky Boots. You'll love it. <laughs> By, by the mm-hmm. way, we're talking with Coriel Kramer. She is an amazing woman, and she has dedicated her life, really, to helping you become who you really are in all facets of your life. And one is sex. The other one is is the, the success that you carry yourself with and how you talk to yourself, the stories you tell yourself, all of the above. Would that be, would that be an accurate statement? That would be an accurate statement because I'm all about changing mindsets, especially the limited mindsets, the limited mindsets of doubt and the limited mindsets of self-belief and I can't do this and I'm a bad person because of that and um, I don't feel right because I hate myself because I like this or I want that or whatever because I've been there. I've been in the darkness. I've been through alcoholism, I've been through drug abuse, I've been through anorexia, I've been through bulimia, I've been through, uh, you know, the darkness of every single day wanting to kill myself because I just did not know how to live. I had no idea about the blueprints, of course, back then. 
But a lot of it, now that I'm seeing it, in retrospect, a lot of it was because I wasn't really honoring who I was. I had a lot of shame. I didn't, you know, I had totally, I was, hang on, I was probably about, oh, I was probably about five months into the Blueprint certification course when I realized that I was an extremely sexual child when I was a kid. I loved running around naked when I was a kid. I, and my mom was cool with that. I mean, she was, you know, she was a hippie generation. She was coming from the hippie generation. It was, it was the 70s and 80s, whatever. We'll do whatever. It doesn't matter. So, um, yeah, I used to run around a lot when I was a kid. And um, my mom was cool with it. And then it, it became weird for me, especially when her ex-boyfriend was coming into the picture. I didn't feel comfortable. So, but, you know, when I was a kid, I was always playing doctor. I love playing doctor with my little boyfriend. Uh, back in the day, I consider him my boyfriend. Uh, I love playing doctor with him. He loved playing doctor with me. We didn't think of the, anything bad. I remember, though, I remember the last time we played doctor, my mom came in. And um, she came in, and she was like, oh, okay, what's going on? Again, my mom was pretty cool, okay? But then my dad came in right after, and he was flipping out. And he was freaking out. And he was like, what the hell is going on? And bop, 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 get your clothes on. Bop, bop, bop. And at that point, I remember my sexual shut down. I was probably around four, maybe five. Okay? I can't remember exactly. My sexual shut down. And what that meant is my sexual was not fed. I would just, I kept my sexual in my closet and I only took her out when I was by myself. I was not feeding her. I was not nourishing her. She became this dark corner of this dark closet in this dark hallway in this dark house. And I realized that I took my sexual out. And uh, in, in the space of a few minutes, I honored her. Uh, well, it was the he. He came out there. Long story. Anyway, <laughs> he, he, came, he came out. I, I put on my dad's pork pie hat. I did a little bit of makeup and bada bing, bada boom. He was out and I gave him a voice. I gave him a, a presence. I gave him a, I gave him, I took him out of the closet. I took him out of that dark hallway. I took him out of that dark house. I brought him into the light and I healed my sexual within minutes. I felt better. I felt like I was dusting off that facet of myself, like I was fully living who I was supposed to be. And I wasn't making any apologies for it. You either like him or you don't like him. I don't really care. I like him and I love him and he's a part of me. He's an aspect of me and I'm not going to be ashamed of him anymore. And it was so emotional. I started crying. I was on a Zoom call, which was quite embarrassing with quite a few hundred people. Um, but I, if, I felt like he was seen. He was accepted. He was heard. People were writing comments. Hey, you're sexual. Yeah, his name was, 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 his name doesn't matter. But anyway, they were writing, oh my God, you're so hot. And he, he, I love his voice. And, blah, blah, blah. and he was being heard and he was being accepted and he was being loved. And I felt like I don't have to be, I, I healed that in seconds. In seconds, you're healed. That's how powerful this work can be. 
that, and then you bring aliveness in your life and you bring acceptance into your life and you bring love of self into your life. And that's what I want to bring to people. Love of self. We all, not all, but many of us have a problem with that, that we are able to accept ourselves in total of who we actually are and because we hide in shame. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's a shame. It's, it, it really is. I'm, well, you know, I got to tell you, Coriel, I am looking forward to this series. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, my. I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know what's going to happen. I never know what's going to happen. I just channel everything. So I, I think it's going to be really interesting. I mean, I'm super, super excited about it. And I'm going to throw one thing out there that I generally don't do with these podcasts, but if you would, if you would like to uh, talk to Coriel and do a little bit of stuff uh, during a podcast, you can, you, you, all you got to do is email me at kmradio.comcast.net. Coriel and I will do some research on you and we'll figure out if, if you're not an ax murderer and, and stuff, and then we'll, uh, then we might talk to you and, uh, it would be an interesting way for you to, uh, have a moment to get involved with this kind of work. So what do you think about that? I, I haven't even asked you about that. Yeah, no, you kind of sprung that on me. Uh, but I'm a shapeshifter, so I'm a cool with it. Uh, I go with the flow more and more and more. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. I mean, I can we can work out some some stuff, and you know, possibly do like a little. Um, there's a process called the AB game, which is one touch and then a different uh, against another touch, and that you know we do that for like a few minutes, and I can get more of a sense for who that person is and what's coming out. So we could do something like that. Yeah, sure. Well, I, I wanted to ask you before we go that what you do is not so much sex therapy. You're not a sex therapist that, in that in the traditional frame, right? No, I'm not a therapist at all, and I'm not going to call myself a therapist. I am a passion and intuitive cultivator. I want to cultivate. I want to expand your passion. I want to expand your love of life. I want to expand your intuition so that you can gain more happiness in your life. And I'm also a speaker of animals. You know, I, I call myself a speaker for animals now. And, you know, we can go into the animal prints uh, when we go into the uh, blueprints for people because that'll be the, the opposite, too. That'll get people's interest as well. So we'll talk more about the animal prints, in, and that's what I call them. I call them the animal prints. They're the archetypes for animals. Um, but I'm not a therapist. I will never call myself a therapist unless I get a certification. And you know something, this certification took a lot out of me. So I'm probably not going to go back to school for a while. All right. So, yeah. So that, so basically that means then, and let me be just perfectly graphic. That means then that you don't have sex with your clients, generally speaking, correct? Oh God. No, no, I don't. I don't have, I will show you touches that you can do. But right now, no, I, I would never, I would never, you know, I mean, right now at this point, I don't have sex with my clients. I don't, that's a, that's a boundary line for me that I won't, won't cross. I will never cross. I will show you how to touch yourself and I will help you how to touch yourself. Um, but I am not going to have sex with my clients, no. And if you think that I am, please do me a favor and do not, for the love of God and all that's holy, 
do not contact me, please. Because she's not. she's an East Coast gal, <laughs> and she's liable to tell you exactly what she thinks about what your suggestion. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so you know the New York that's in you would come out in a raging fashion. So I wanted I wanted to make that clear because this is not about titillation. Uh, this is not about about uh, any of that. What this is is to um, achieve a deeper meaning for your life in in total, and your life in total includes your physical life, your emotional life, your spiritual life, and this is the gal that can help you with all of those. So please um, contact her and let, unless you unless you've got some weird thing going on, in which case don't. But. <laughs> But, but uh, Corey, I'll g give us your information one more time. Sure. And just one other thing to add to your list. It's about your sexual life as well. Yes. Adding well, that, that, that included yeah. with physical. Yeah, the physical for me also means, you know, the body, physically helping the body to heal as well. So I just want to make sure we got that. So my contact information. <laughs> is uh, my name. It's my website is www.coriel c o r y e l l e Kramer k r a m e r dot com. And is there anything that you would like to tell our audience in leaving as as just a, a moment that something that you're downloading now that that you'd like to share with our audience? You deserve to be happy. It's time to stop putting your happy on hold, putting your happy in a box, putting the box in the closet, closing them and locking the closet. It's, it's time for you to take your happy out and be happy and embrace your happy and embrace who you are. Because the only thing I got to ask you is this, in not doing so, how is that working out for you? Because I know for me physically, it was when I wasn't embracing who I was, it was painful. It was like raw sadness, pain, loneliness, shame, um, just unbelievable feeling of, of self, low self-esteem, low self-worth, low self-confidence. And now I'm not. And if I can show you how to do that, if I can show you how to be happy, I've done my job. That's all I want to do is show people how to put their happiness into play into their lives on a daily basis. That's wonderful. And that, that, that's awesome. Again, we've been talking with Coriel Kramer and you know, and I was going to make a joke <laughs> because Robin Williams always called it Mr. Happy. So I was going to say, make sure you yeah. only bring Mr. Happy out when it's appropriate. Yep. I remember. And I was thinking about Robin Williams. So you must be psychic. Yes. <laughs> but here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. It's about, you want to call him Mr. Happy, call him Mr. Happy, but the happiness, the joy, it's, about that's what this life is about we think that it's about lessons learned and toiling and all challenges and all this kind of stuff it's about being happy because this is where this is the playground so let's play let's have fun 
let's do it safe, consensual, and let's be together. Let's let's have this playground have bring fun into our lives and not struggle and challenges and pain and ugliness and sadness and depression. Let's play, but let's play safe and consensual. You know, you just brought up another, brought up another something in me. And that was when I was a kid, uh, my mother used to say, are you going to go out and play? And it got to a certain point when I became a young teenager and I was cool and we didn't say play. We said, mom, don't tell us, don't tell me to go out and play. I'm just going to go hang around. Okay. I'm not playing. I'm just hanging around. And now 40 years later, I want to go back and play. I think I never should think I never should have left. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you should have left either. <laughs> again, again, we've been talking to Coriel Kramer. You are, you are a, a, a darling lady, and uh, your your heart is in the right place. And I really applaud the work that you're doing. So give give Coriel Kramer a call, CorielKramer dot com, and uh, uh, go go explore things that you can't even name or, or or emotions that will pop up for you i'm willing to bet now Corey, i'm trying to wrap this up but i got more questions to ask you um um <laughs> there are people that go into a session with this work and they come out of it with kleenex and tears right yeah, I tell people that I love my job, even when well, this includes being a psychic and an animal communicator, too. I love my job because it made people cry. And the reason I love making people cry is because that's real emotion. That's raw. I've hit something and touched something that goes past the conscious mind and straight into your heart. And because of that, you're able to heal. So when you start crying, I know I touched on something that's very deep for you. And I know that's touched on something that's very profound. And you allowed me to do that. And I'm honoring that. And I love that because I know that it's helping you to heal. And that's what I like to do. I like to help people heal. I've, I've had some people, close people to me in my life that uh, when we went to talk to someone like you, um, she started crying and I don't mean, I don't mean like, you know, a little tear now and then it was a full out, you know, the <laughs> ah, cry, cry thing. Yeah. And, uh, um, and so when it was over, I said, what was that about? And she said, well, I don't know. I, and I said, mm-hmm. babe, we have more work to do. <laughs> and we, we never did that work. We should have. Um, but, uh, I, again, I appreciate having you. I'm going down memory lane all by myself. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> you're not by yourself. I'm with you. <laughs> so you, you have yourself a wonderful afternoon. And by the way, you know, um, I, if you like this podcast, if you like what we're doing, please share it. I've got 124 episodes up now, and some of them are just really dynamic. All of them are designed to help you live life just a little bit better and a little bit more authentically. And if you can do that and do that with the work that Coriel's doing, please don't waste time. You've got to do it now. And I thank everybody for tuning in. It's been great. We'll see you next time on My Independence Report. 
Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.